Hello world, this is Romanica's Jam and you're tuned into Dance Rhetoric Podcast. I've got Pack Rat here, I'm celebrating you. I can't clap with my hands because I got the microphone open. <laughs> yes. I will do the... <laughs> Everyone, welcome Pack Rat. How are you doing today? I'm good. My nose is a little stuffy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to y'all, so if I sound a little congested, you know, I'm still here for the shit. <laughs> So, I've been following Pack Rat for a while now. We know each other through our sister, Shay. Yes. Hey, Shay. Hey, Shay, girl. Shay knows everybody. Shay is like the special player. She's the goat. Really. She is just She's like. She's the goat. She is the goat. For real. <laughs> um, but yeah, we met. I, we had She had been mentioning you. And then I started following you. I'm like, yo, she everything. Like, oh, it's like you. all already dancer. Like, oh. So, yeah, I just was inspired by your stories. Her stories are fucking bopping. Because you just. You just most. no, but it's just you just be you, just and I love that we need more of that online. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was just really inspired by your talents, and then I met you, and I'm like, oh, she's everything, oh, just okay. everything. It's and almost right. I would be blushing right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, so we met. You came to San Francisco. And we, I met you at the Pink Ball. You did. Yes, met you at the Pink Ball. It was great. I, that's I have walked my second version, version um, performance. Cheers to that. Yes, and then like having you in the building as a black woman involved, it was just, it was just a, it was just a good night. And then you know, catch it up and just being foolish for the rest of the night. Okay, that part. Yeah, okay. she let me borrow her scarf. Like it was just like, <laughs> okay. Was just, protect the edges. <laughs> let me ask that. Protect the edges. My edges gonna be trash tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I need a scarf. But yeah, it was just that sister moment. Just every since then, I was just like, yo, that that's that sister right there. So yeah, that was my long winded introduction. But she I'm needs just... to be celebrated. Oh, damn it. <laughs> as to you, as do you. How is your journey? like getting into dance like when you were younger what was your like oh, wow. I gotta do this okay um well as a kid I was never one of those kids that had taken classes a lot like my parents just didn't have it like that to be having me in dance classes all the time so I like watch music videos and I used to be watching BT Uncut you know <laughs> like, you know when you used to have the curse words on there and all the stuff so I used to be staying up late wait till my parents go to sleep and I'd be watching it me see a cut, you know, watching all the music videos, and I would just practice in my room. Like, that's really how I started, just practicing in my room. I would be training myself, and then later on, I started getting into being on a bunch of crews. Like, oh, so many dance teams, I can't even... I don't... Okay, I can't even count. I was just been on every dance team through, what, junior high, through high school, through college, and then college, I decided, like, yo, I love dancing. I don't think I could see myself doing this, you know, living without doing this. So I ended up going to audition for Mason Girls School of the Arts at Rutgers. My brother, Greg, my brother went to Rutgers University. He yes. played football there and come a friend on. of mine. Yes. yes. Come look, on, Rutgers University. Okay, look. Okay, come on. Are you, are you, rah, rah. Hoorah, hoorah, Rutgers, rah. Yes. So it was going through, I was so nervous and I was like the only black girl <laughs> that was auditioning to get in. And I was the only street dancer. I was the only one that wasn't formally trained and took dance classes since they were three years old. Um, so I went in and I was just like, I'm going to give it my best shot and it is what it is. You know, I'm just going to go do what I can do. <laughs> right. So I walked in with like, not high hopes, but you know, just, just 
try to do my best. Yeah, you want to do good. Okay, of yeah. course, you know, but I don't like being disappointed. That's a pet peeve of myself, so I try not to I always think the worst just so that I'm not disappointed. So then when I got the letter, they were like, you made it. And I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> What's she going to do now? Because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. So it was a struggle. That part, going through college, it was a struggle. One, being the only black girl. And then a lot of the black girls that did get in later on were younger than me. So then that was also a thing because I started out in college late. So I was already like in my late 20s, like 21. By the time I went away, I went to community college first. So when I went to a four-year, I was already like, oh, <laughs> technically. The girls there was like 16, fresh out of high school. And I'm like, I'm 21, moving on campus. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, so that was a journey. Um, a lot of my teachers told me I was trash. Like, yeah, my teachers actually told me that I was bad. Two of them told me that I should drop out. They told me I was fat. Like, you know, I didn't have the weight distribution that I needed to have. It was a bunch of negativity from a lot of the teachers there. I did have some some rider dies though. Paulette Sears, thank you, Paulette Sears. Okay, she was okay. And then I had like two black teachers that only taught Afro, right? Look at that, right? We they only let us in for the Afro classes, right? But I had two black teachers, and they really kept my hopes up to um, work harder and do what I can do the best I could. Um, and that's really what sparked me to be like, oh, I can do this. Like, but if it wasn't for like three teachers, three or four teachers, I don't think I would have made it through dance school. <laughs> like, bless you, three teachers. Okay, bless you, three teachers, because <laughs> y'all really was the ones that gave me the, the strength to like keep going. Because I got so much negativity from other dancers, because they were like, "What is she doing in this class? Like, I've trained my whole life for this, and here you are just coming in. Why'd y'all let her in? Like, it used to be bad. Like, but Rutgers is bomb. Okay, the outside of the dance school was popping, but the dance part was hard. Um, and then I was like, forget this. Like, after I graduated and I got my dance degree and multiple degrees I did too much because my parents wouldn't let me just go they were the ones that wanted me to go to college I was a first generation college kid for all the black people out there yes me too Ooh, me too okay girl. it's possible it is it's possible it is possible <laughs> <laughs> it really is we were singing that song before we started recording okay inside jokes but now it's outside <laughs> But really, it was, it was that. Like, you know, um, my parents wanted me to go to college. I just wanted to move to L.A. right away and just dance. And they were like, apply to one school. And I was stupid. And I thought, like, I would just apply the last minute. Mind you, I was a smart kid. I had a 4.0 GPA. So there's no way I'm not going to get into college. Um, so I kind of gagged because I made it, like, I made it into college. And they was like, well, you're going to college. And I was like, yeah. So I did it. Um, after college, I literally saved up my money. I already knew I wanted to go to L.A. because I wanted to just change the scenery. A lot of people go to New York, and I knew I could have went to New York, but I was going to New York a lot while I was in college. Um, ballroom life, side jobs. <laughs> like, ballroom life, going there for fun. It would just, And if anybody knows where Rutgers University is, I went to New Brunswick campus, so it's literally a train right away from New York. So I was, I was in New York, Philly, Jersey, all the time. So I wanted to go somewhere new where no one knew me and really try to, my hand at being in the commercial industry. Um, so that's when I picked up. And I saved all my money that summer. I was supposed to be visiting my brother. And I stayed. <laughs> like, like, and she's still and, here. And, and I'm still thriving. I'm still here. So that's kind of how I ended up getting here. Um, I just wanted to, I never wanted any shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I, I didn't want to have to look back and say, I wish I could have, would have tried or um, and that's what really got me out here. So that's how I ended up being in the industry world. Follow your gut. Okay, follow the gut, y'all. It's hard, okay? I'm not going to lie to y'all. Okay, it ain't all pizzas and cream out here in these streets, okay? Just some rocks and pebbles and dirt in there. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's a glorious journey. 
It's about the journey. That's what it's about. I tell them it's about the journey. You know, who knows where the destination will take you, right? You don't ever set a spot. I tell people don't don't set a spot for your yourself to be at because you never know where your life can go. And if that's the only goal you ever have, like you know what I'm saying, you you really want to make sure the doors stay open. Because I got to a lot of my goals without even knowing how I was gonna get there. It was like, oh, how? Like, let me dip my toe in here and see what. Okay, happens. I was like, well. And that, too, with style. So, ooh, I, I know a lot of people probably see your Instagram or see you out, and they think that you just vogue. Tell everybody else what else you do, like, besides, because you, she can do everything. Oh, look. <laughs> okay, well, I pretty much try to do everything, except for I don't tap. I have tap shoes. I wanted to tap. I know. I tried to take beginner's tap out here, and, girl, they tried it. Their beginner's class is advanced, girl. I was like, I need a tap, 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 brush step. Like, I don't want all this whole choreo combo. You need a basic yes. beginner's class. But um, I, I took ballet a lot when I was younger. Well, not younger, when I was in college. Um, but then I fell off because of, I told you the drama between the teachers, okay? Skeletor, you know who you are, okay? <laughs> For that teacher, I called her Skeletor, okay? Let us be great. Okay, let us be great. But she, she had a lot of negative things about my body dynamics, so I stopped. It just uninspired me to want to be a ballerina. Um, shout out to Misty Copeland, okay, for bringing the inspiration back. Okay, black girls out here doing it because now I think I might get enrolled in a ballet class, but I don't you do should. those two styles. Yeah, you should. But I pretty much do anything. I love street styles. So my first style was really Jersey Club because I'm from Jersey, okay? Yes. So Jersey Club, Baltimore Club, I, the house. Um, I don't do whacking, okay? She's a poker. She don't whack, okay? Sister styles, but not the same thing. So y'all know, go train. Um, but I do a lot of street styles, honestly. I just started learning Chicago footwork. Um, I started learning, uh, what is it, Detroit Jit. Uh, I started learning a lot of different street styles. Learn that. Learn that. Oops. Hello. Hello. We're back. We're back. And so we're what back. Is, little difficulties <laughs> that just happened. Like it's called life, okay? Right, right. This is the journey. <laughs> Welcome. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Um, but yeah, um, I do a lot of street styles. That's my main thing. Uh, I do choreography too, but I don't consider choreography a style. That's my personal opinion. Um, if you can do choreography and you can't freestyle, you're not a dancer to me. Mm. Um, I don't consider myself a dancer at all. I consider myself an artist. It's different. A lot of dancers, uh, to me, they are the ones that they embody other people's movement. So your goal is to be a drone. They teach you a movement, you copy the movement, you do the step. Like, that's dancer to me. Artists, you can create your own material. Not only are you creative, but you don't just stay in the room. You gather your inspiration, you know the history, you know, so really knowing your art, you know. So I think there's layers of flavors, you know. And if you're a mover, you're just a mover. You like to dance. You know what I'm saying? You may not be the best, but you, but you like to do it. You know, but you like to do it. So I think there's definitely levels to artistry. Um, and thanks to social media, it's not as bomb as it should be anymore because everyone can do it now. Um, but I think that that's really what all those styles, street styles. She's a street girl, you know. <laughs> that's important that okay. you stress that, like, with an artist, what an artist is, with a dancer. Like a lot of people, I don't think I think they all just put it all in one thing. Some people don't even know that. It's like you're more than dance. Like, yeah, more than just a dancer or a backup dancer. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't like and that I, word. I do not like that word, oh. backup dancer. No, you're an artist. Yes. 
to me, I'm an artist too, and I don't just stay in the dancing realm. You know what I'm saying? I tell people when you come, when you're an artist, you gain inspiration from other stuff. I like going to art museums. I like going to shows. I like anything that has to do with creativity. I'm a creative being, so I like to create. So I don't just stay in the dance world all day. I'm not taking class 24 hours a day in everybody's class. I can't do that. Like, And I don't just only have dance friends because to me, you have to be able to talk about life outside of dance. Not just what classes you took or how this job treated you. Like, I want I want life experiences and life, you know, growth. Growth partners. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yes. So that you can pour that into, you know, Your I movement. think that too, that's where I feel like we need more of that in dance. Like, where's the life? at instead of just like okay one two three you got these steps that's why to me freestyle and street dances are so important because they have they came from the heart people were in places where they had nothing and they made it into something so beautiful like they out of nothing they created this beautiful artistry like to me that's amazing the fact that out of your brain something can just come out of nowhere, you know? And to me, that's why I said it's important for you to make sure that you're training and know the knowledge, know the history, because it all comes back to that. How you, if you can't create, you know what I'm saying? Even if you're a ballerina, that came from somebody's brain. Somebody was like, I'm going to do this tondo. <laughs> and everybody was like, that's dope. I want a tondo too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, when you think about how these things, all these styles came about, it was somebody's brain. Pop and Pete, one of my favorite people. Oh, I love. Okay, but... Somebody was like, yo, I'm going to just pop my arm out. Like, <laughs> and everyone was like, that is so dope. Like, and then they, everybody wants to do it. You know, to me, for you to have that much of an impact that you create a whole dynamic, and like a whole artistry right. that people want to follow, to me, that's dancing. I feel like at our age, yeah. we're not old, so don't try it, okay? <laughs> but still, being 30, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've lived a life where I've lived through hardships. And to me, that's when you become a good artist is when you actually go through struggles in your life. Because having to come from that place and then being able to create out of places of sorrow, out of places of happiness, out of places, you know, that's where the feeling comes in. And I always tell even my students, like, I can't teach you feeling. I can give you all the steps in the world, but it takes you to make it meaningful, right? And that's where I see the dynamic going nowadays. A lot of these kids, they just have money to pay to take class, like whether it be their parents or whatever, but they're not going through anything. So it just looks like a bunch of robots in class. Like, I don't feel anything when I watch it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm like, that's how I be feeling. The choreo's cute, it's good. But But I'm like, but where is she? Or he? Where? where? I don't... And the facial gymnastics, girl. (laughs) Girl, okay, I can't do it. All these facial gymnastics, like, you don't have to pull your face around to make you a banging dancer. Like, I don't understand. Like, why are you doing so much with your facial muscles? Like, to me, feeling that doesn't just mean expressed through your face. It's, it's a, a way you move your body, you know? And that's the difference between movers and artists that live it versus those who learn it. Oh, dropping the nuggets. Yeah. Dropping the nuggets. I wish nuggets. you had a bomb thing. Okay. <laughs> Let's drop a bomb. Drop the bomb. <laughs> I need to invest in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the party's lit. <laughs> oh. well, yeah, this is something. This is why I created this podcast because people need to know this information. Like, it's we want you to be the best that you can be yeah. out here. Going beyond, above and beyond. Because dancing, it, Debbie Allen recently posted, <sighs> yes. dances are intense. Dance is an intelligence. It is. Hello. It's a lifestyle. I tell you, it's not a hobby. It's a lifestyle. You have to live to be an artist. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not something that you can just walk into and dip and dabble when you want to. It is an investment. <laughs> it is an investment. a true investment. And 
you invested in moving into LA. Yeah. How was that transition? How is that transition currently? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> it's a blessing and a stressing. <laughs> a blessing and a stressing. That's the best way to explain it. Like, um, culture shock. That's the first thing I'm say. Like, coming from the East Coast, everyone's just so humble and chill and real about stuff. So if someone doesn't, you know, if you're in a class, like, and the teacher's like, oh, girl, find it. Like, <laughs> you don't have it together, find it. They will tell you in class, like, get it together, pull up. Oh, you need to pull from here. They give you notes. Out here, sometimes you barely get a warm-up. Like, you go straight into class, hit the bop, and they want to spend, you hit the bop for, like, 15 minutes, and then they spend the rest of the hour and a half doing groups so that they can get their videos for YouTube. And I'm like, um, on the East Coast, we're training the entire hour and 30. Like, they, we're doing ab workouts in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? We're doing ab, we're doing stretch, we're doing all this. Then we hit a full combo. And then they take, like, the last two seconds and you might get a bop. Like, and it's everybody. There ain't no group selections and all that stuff. So I realized out here it's more about the commercialism. Um, so everyone's trying to make sure that they have their social media stuff together versus really ingraining it in your soul and being able to carry on what you're learning. So that was a culture shock for me. Uh, the dynamic of people, like people here, I just feel like they're very clicky. They're, it, that comes with like, oh, when they start working more, you know, some people get snooty. Uh, I've done this job and now. I'm at this stature, so I don't need to, like, I'm going to act this way. So I feel like that's, a lot, that's the weird part, too. It was, like, that culture shock. Um, so it was a lot of culture shocks for me. It was just like, girl, like, and Christmas here, no shade. Like, there is no reason for hot cocoa. There's no reasons for Uggs, but girls still be wearing Uggs and booty shorts. That be blowing me. Like, like that doesn't even Yo. go together, girl. People used to talk about that, like, people who, when I was living in Santa Cruz, they're like, I don't, I don't understand the UGG and the, I'm like, look, it's California thing. I was, it really is. It's, it really it is, is. Strange because of the weather, it's like. You, and then you got palm trees with, with Christmas lights. I'm like, this is so weird to me. Where's the Christmas trees? Like, <laughs> Where's the snow? Okay, where is the snow? But it was cute going to the beach yeah. for the first time on Christmas. The beach, on Christmas. I was like, this is KJU. I could do a bonfire on Christmas. Like, this is. You know, this is your every high school dream, you know? Oh you watch all those high school music movies in, in, in California and everybody was at a bonfire. Yeah. So that was my main thing I wanted to do when I, I got here. I was like, a I'm bonfire, doing a bonfire, girl. <laughs> but that part was the, the hardest thing was transition and leaving my family. Leaving my family and everything I've ever known. Um, I've lived on the East Coast my whole life. So then being like miles and miles away from my family... Like, holidays, I can't be home for every holiday. Birthdays, not be home. My mom's birthday was just yesterday. Missed the whole thing. Like, I was on set. I didn't even get to call her because I couldn't have my phone on. So, that was hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I had to call her today and talk to her. Like, you know, the day after. And I don't like doing that. Like, you know, so. Happy it, birthday, mom. Okay. Happy birthday, mommy. I love you. <laughs> um, but we miss so much. Like, um, just the sacrifice that you have to do to be out here. You know, to try to try for your dreams, you know what I'm saying? To, well, do, not try, because we're doing out here. Okay, to do for your dreams is, is a lot. You're sacrificing moments with your family, like, and, like, tomorrow's not promised, you know? So at the end of the day, who, you know, God forbid, you know, you know, universe for good, whatever, whatever you believe in, girl. But literally, it was like, you know, that was hard, and it's still hard to this day. Like, I'm always like, maybe I should go home. My parents are getting older. Like, you know? Um, so that's always the stress, too. Um, but mainly those were my two hardest things. It was the culture shock. 
um, of how, the, how people behave different out here, how studio life is different out here, industry life, like, is different out here. Like, it's more about who you know, like, not what you know, which is weird to me, because on the East Coast, it's about how good you are. They don't care. You could look like... <laughs> That's me. You could look like, I don't know, Woody the Woodpecker for those who know who that is, okay? You could look like a Goompa from Mario Brothers. No. But if no. you can dance down, you can dance. Like on the East Coast, it didn't matter. It's about the talent. But out here, it's really about looks. It's do you have to look for this artist or, you know, who do you know? Because um, if you know someone, they might just pull you in on a project. So it's really about who you know versus what you know. Um, that was hard too. I was like, girl. But I dance though. <laughs> I know how to dance. I know how, I know all this information. Yeah. A lot of people do want like that's what I've heard. But then what? Because I trained too in New York, and I saw the difference. I was like, okay, it seems like you train here, and then people want to go to LA to work. Yeah. But then when you get there, it's like, oh, there's a whole nother dynamic. dynamic. You have to start over. <laughs> there's a whole nine. Uh, okay. How do you feel like you've adjusted? Like that works for you. Like what are your ingredients to life? right now find good friends um so no shade but the majority of my friends on the west coast are from the east coast <laughs> like, that's just reality um the, the mass majority of the people that I hold near and dear to my house are from jersey new york philadelphia like they're all from the east coast so get yourself a good uh phone plan so you can call your family <laughs> so you can call your family facetime your family as much as you need i use facetime because i just like being able to see my family versus just hear them because that definitely helps um so find ways to make sure that you're staying connected with the people that you love. That's number one. <laughs> number two, um, find what makes you happy out here. Really, that's what it took. It took me to make sure and know your worth. Know that you're worthy. Ooh, that's <laughs> an important one. Please stress on like knowing your worth. I don't. I think a lot of people that they just want to chase it. Like, oh, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. People like, will use and abuse you out here. Like, that's one thing that I learned the hard way, too. I thought people, everybody was real out here. And when people out in Los Angeles say, I want to use you, they literally mean, I want to use you. Like, they may use you for one project and never speak to you again. They just wanted to use you for that one thing. Like, so you have to be really careful about, you know, boundaries and just knowing who you are. Um, and just be authentically yourself. Like, don't try to mold yourself to be anything that you're not. Just know who you are. Know your morals. Know what you like to do, what you don't. And hold true to that. And whatever I tell people what's meant for you will not pass you. So, you can't, you know, if what's meant for you is, is going to be yours regardless. You don't have to be nasty at auditions to people or whatever because you're so wanting to get the job. Like, it's not that serious. If it's for you, you're going to get it regardless. Like, so... Don't be. I tell all my friends what you you need the audition to go to. I be telling. <laughs> don't tell my agency. Don't tell them. But I be telling all the kids how to crash these auditions because at the end of the day, sometimes the talented people be the ones that don't even get to get in because they don't have agents or they don't have you know just because like you said the the whole it's who you know you know who you know not what you know. You can be an amazing dancer, but if you don't have an in or an agency or some some of these auditions, they won't even let you in. They won't even see you. It's like, you missing all the good talent. Like, yeah. So I definitely think that those qualities are must-haves out here. Um, and money. Money. <laughs> money. Look, I'm sorry. Uh, it's expensive. It is expensive to live out in Los Angeles. 
it's expensive to live here. It is. I've been looking for apartments. Yes. <laughs> to, to live here, to take class here is expensive. Everything. I mean, don't get me. BDC in New York be killing it with these $22 classes. So I'm not even going to lie. That's expensive too. And it's a little bit cheaper over here. But like Millennium is about the same amount of money. Um, you can go to some studios that are like 15 you know. But it's still a lot. If you want to take class every day during the week, imagine how much you're racking up. If you're even just taking one class a day. One class a day at fifteen to twenty two dollars a pop. Think about how much money you're blowing in a week just so that you can even try to go for your craft. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of self investment, financial investment in yourself. And what are you doing? And uh, and do your own stuff. <laughs> I tell you, do, do your own projects. Don't just work under people. Do your own stuff. Yeah, I feel like that's when you'll pop. Um, and I feel like it's pop. I think it's gonna start changing. I think people are gonna realize too, like just like how you're saying, you know, even with this podcast, like. We don't want people out here like waiting around or like having these false hopes and thinking like, oh. Don't wait for nobody yeah. to give you no job. Don't do that. I, I, too many people just be waiting and thinking that stuff is going to fall into your lap. It don't work like that. I know y'all see Instagram and people will just be posting a picture out of the, sometimes that's from months ago, girl. That, that person hasn't worked in a whole month. But they got photos saved up in their archive, and they're dropping them like they did it last week. Like, I tell people, some, and sometimes you sign NDAs or release forms where you can't post anything until it comes out. So sometimes the job was a long, long time ago, and you just now can post the picture. So you can't just look at social media and expect that to tell people's story, you know? Because a lot of times there's a lot of other things, undertones that are going on that people don't talk about. Like, yeah, people don't know, and then they come out here and Oh, it's stress. <laughs> it, it's so much more. I want people Just to know it, it's so much more. It's it's hard for these dancers. Like it's just like it's a starving artist. Like yeah. you, and now it's so many people want to dance. So, I know. It's, I feel like it's back the to the part. '80s, girl. I feel like we're back to the '80s, where it's like break into electric boogaloo, girl. <laughs> Because everyone want to dance now. like, and, and it's getting that much harder to be in the industry because now you can be replaced so easily. Well, not really, you know, if you have your own thing, you know. <laughs> to me, if you're a true artist, you can teach your movement to anybody, but no one can do it like you. That's what makes it special, you know. Um, so that's why I always believe you should share whatever you can because at the end of the day, your, your body is the only one that can do it how your body does. Everyone's body is built specifically for themselves. We each have special DNA for us. Which means I was meant to be me, not you. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So the, the, Why would you want to be anybody else? Okay. You want to say that. <laughs> I don't want to see the same person. Yes, it gets boring. So that's why, that's my thing. It's like the oversaturation now. And social media is a blessing and a stressing. At the same time, it is great because now you can do things that you couldn't do before. Like, I'm learning styles that I would have never seen if I, you know, like Chicago Footwork. I wouldn't have known about that unless I actually went to Chicago and saw it. Now you see it on the internet and then you can go take a class because now you know what it is. Like, you know? So it's a bunch of stuff where, like, now that we do have it, the internet, we can see it, but then there's also a lot of bad content, <laughs> you know? There's always a lot of bad content, and people don't always know the right things to watch. Just because somebody's popping don't mean it's the best thing for you, you know? So I tell people you have to make sure you're going to the OGs. Go to the OGs. Go to people that started these styles, and that'll be the what gets you to where you need to be. Because you know that they are correct, because they developed it. <laughs> right. There you don't want to be out here wasting your time, and yeah. there's no shade to the you know, get your coin, there's teach a- you your classes, but it's just like, you gotta... You have to know where it comes from, like, so that you know what, when you do dance, even with African dancing, too, like, you got to know, okay, they carrying 
the basket. They carrying their food. Like, you don't even know where why that comes from. It. Why am I doing this move? Where and that's why there's no from? feeling behind it. Because they don't know what brought that person to feel that way to make their movement look like that. Now people are just doing. They don't feel it because they didn't have to live it. And that, to me, that's such a strong, most important thing. Like, I tell people, if you're going to learn a style, invest yourself in the culture. Go to the events that that style is for. Whatever style it is. If it's Jersey Club, they got Jersey Club party, go to the party. You know the DJ, go support the DJ. You know this? And that's how you really get to know the community and know what it brings and how to how to involve yourself and what it's supposed to look like. Right, so that you can deliver. Deliver what you need to deliver or create how you need to create. To me, just doing somebody else's movement is not going to help you. You have to know how it works on your body and how you can really progress in the style and then the movement. That's what makes it original. Yeah. Originality. I just want y'all to be original out there. But y'all not. Y'all I keep want, recycling and using. I want to see some original. And, and, and if I, I see one more woe in a choreography, I'm sorry. I just had to say that. If I see another woe, if I see that thing with the punch thing, I don't even know what it's called. I forgot what is that one called. I don't know. I don't care. These trend dances be killing me. I don't know. But I feel like these trend dances are taking over and all these challenge videos are taking over and it's t- lacking the creativity because now everybody's doing the same six moves in their combos because they want to stay relevant. And it's dry. Like, it's dry. Like, Sahara Desert. Like, <laughs> bring the life. Like, I need some moisture. I just, I think people should just go take a break. And just go live their life. Find some inspiration. And uh, that's what You're right. They need to live. Yeah. The fact that people aren't living life, they, they don't know how to pull feeling out because they haven't lived anything. They haven't lived through anything. Like, you need to live. That's where every style came from. Every style comes from feeling because people went through shit back then, okay? Especially for the, the black styles. Okay, we was hopeless. We was out here getting beat by the police, like beat by white <laughs> people. Like so, a lot of it like comes from really being from the heart, you know, and making something beautiful out of something so negative. Period. And that's what, and especially with like mental health, I feel like a lot of people are going through a lot. And they're scared um, to talk about it. Yeah, scared to talk about it. Um, Cause in our community, in the in the black community, yeah. let me say it. I was like in our community, like, <laughs> I'm black, guys. Hi, hi, my name's Hackred, and I'm black. <laughs> but, but in the black community, people, mental health is a real thing, um, and we definitely don't put as much emphasis and um, attention to it like we need to, um, because it it is bad <laughs> it's bad for you if, if you're in a bad mental state like it can affect your performance it can affect like just your overall life energy and life force so to me like i think in our community we treat it as kind of like we were always taught to put it on the back burner like suck it up be strong you know be strong don't cry da, 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 da. so i feel like since it's so ingrained in our heritage that it's not okay to to be weak you know, that we think that if we cry or if we that's feel... That's making us weaker. The more weak. Because we're carrying these weights that we weren't even trained to carry. Okay, backpacks of weights, girl. Just back. No, nobody told me how to okay, these carry these weights. Like I didn't know I was doing squats, girl. <laughs> I didn't know I was weight training. Like, but literally, your heart is so heavy just from all the damage, like, from your life, you know, and holding all that in. So I tell people, express, get yourself a journal. Get yourself Please a journal. invest in a journal. Yes, get yourself some good friends. Do round tables on Sundays with your friends and just talk about life and everything that stresses you out. Like, because that literally helps you to keep going, like, by releasing that stress. 
meditate, you know, saying do whatever you, your soul, your body needs, but make sure your mental health stays in the right order. Yeah, and try to be that because a yeah. lot of us ball that ball it in. Yeah, I know I used to be that person balling it in, but then when you talk about it with people, you realize how relatable you are, and then you're like, oh. you know, because people be feeling like they're the only one going through yeah. something, and then they think that this person's life is this way, but it's like, girl. Smoking no. mirrors. Yeah. That's a smoking mirrors. Okay. Smoking mirrors like no. 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 We're more alike than we know. All of us out there. I don't care what your status is. Yep, I don't okay. care how much money you have. Yep. Race, gender, money, financial, whatever. Followers. Okay. I don't care how many followers you have. Okay. People are going through no, shit. No, say forget the followers. <laughs> it's not about a fuck. Fo- Why did you want someone to follow you? <laughs> Like that that's not creepy. I think back in the day before phones, if someone was just following me around all day, that's kinda weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, do it for yourself. Like and and love the energies that are around you and coming to your life. But you shouldn't be begging yourself to have followers. Like I just don't understand what people oh my gosh, I only have one thousand followers. I need to get my life together. Girl, you, you do because <laughs> you really do because you care so much about what people think about you. Know, somebody you. told me that I need they're like, You need to get your followers in. I was like what? I was like, you I don't need even to post know what that more means. Like this. I was like, I don't, I know. That's not, a whole other no, conversation. I'm not, the amount of people that told for, me. I'm not trying to, I'm not stressing over why I need to have this many though. Uh-huh. Then I don't need to be doing it. My thing is, I do what I want, <laughs> when I want, how I want. And I don't care. I don't care what people want to dictate me to do. I don't, it's not about the follower count. I do my artistry because I love creating. I'm a creative being. I don't care if I get two likes on it. I'm still posting it. What's up? <laughs> like, I don't care. Who'd be like, I'm not posting because I'm taking this post down. I only got two likes on it. So what? So the fuck what? Like, if I like it, I like it. If this is what I wanted to create, this is what I wanted to create. You can like it or not. This is me. So accept it or don't accept it. This is me. I don't, the fact that everyone's looking for approval nowadays, like everyone needs a stamp of approval if they have X amount of followers. And even now for jobs, like they'll literally send out auditions. Like you have to have at least a thousand followers. Like you have to have at least a hundred thousand followers to do this job. What? Like, really like so that's why people are getting so pressed for followers because now it's even becoming a part of how you get booked like so i get it but at the same time it's like it's not worth all that like to me my what i want to create is what i'm going to create and you have to remember that like at the end of the day it's about how you feel and what you like that's why it's called your art (laughs) and we dancers need to take that that's what i want to see dancers do is taking that control back like this Mm -hmm. is your art this is your body this is if everybody started doing that, then guess what? The industry is going to have to change. Yes, that's very true. But the hard problem is there's always someone that wants a coin. That is true. It okay. Talks. okay, and that's the sad part. Because it could be 20 dancers that are like, no, we won't go. <laughs> and then you got one that's like, but my rent needs to be paid. She's doing it. My rent needs to be paid, girl. She needs coins. And then all the hard work still goes to waste because somebody's going to take the job. So you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Just stay close to your morals and know what you want. Like, know that what is you, true. Yeah. Do it for you. Do it for you. I was like, I wish we could be in together. I mean, we're, try, we're trying now. I feel like I definitely see a lot more artists getting together, trying to beat the industry world. So I see it happening. Hopefully it'll get there eventually over time. <laughs> well, who knows how long it's going to take. But at least we're moving in the direction a lot better than we were. Oof. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was another the time? Ooh, I want to talk about hair. What was it? Yeah. So I was like, oh, like. What was it? <laughs> Look at this. She was Girl, what happened? Hair. Yeah. This is important for me because I be wanting to know this, like, 
how do dancers maintain their, especially us black women, honey, maintaining your hair, you know, sometimes you got to switch up your look, or if you want to get a job, and like, oh, girl, it's hard. I'm going to tell you that. It's, it's hard to ruin. Your hair is going to go through a lot. And I'm, I'm a natural girl, team natural. Okay, she's natural. Um, I tell people, you do have to switch up your look, and that's the hard part, because I don't like switching up my look. And so I, well, I like switching up my look, you know, I'm artsy fartsy, but I don't like having, I don't like having, like feeling like I have to do it just to get a job. But what people don't realize is in the industry, if you're working for a certain artist and they have a certain look, they're going to cast people that look the part. Like, um, I don't know, what can I say? Like, like I did Pharrell. Pharrell's more artsy, you know, he does, you know, like funk rock kind of thing. So like his people are more edgy. He goes for like a more edgy dynamic. He's not going to get someone that's in that Beyonce video, you know, that looks, that looks clean cut with the bob girl, you know, with the wet wavy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you have to have a more artistic look. Same thing, FKA Twigs, she's more like artsy farty. Like, you know, so you got to kind of, when you go to auditions, you have to look kind of the part of whatever artist you're trying to work for, because that's going to be more likely for you to get the job. You know, it's like fitting within the brand. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If I like Cheerios, I can't go there asking for Fruit Loops, girl. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's not the same brand. You have to be a part of the brand. It's not the same like brand. The so I say get yourself some wigs, girl. Get some wigs. It's the most helpful thing. There's been times where I had deep conditioner still in my hair. <laughs> Because it, any black girl knows it'd be taking a whole day, especially yes. if you're natural, to do your hair. Like, I'll be in the middle of a wash and go. They'll hit me up for an audition. I will throw a plastic cap on my head. I will, okay, I will put the doobie wrap on and I will clip it on that wig, boo. And it'll be right at the audition, deep conditioner underneath it all. Like, when you gotta do what you gotta do, it's not as easy for us to just wake up and be ready, stay ready. Like, it takes a lot to maintain black hair care. And you don't want your edges falling out because you're getting braids every single day, every week. You're not letting your hair breathe. Um, but it is hard because then sometimes they try to typecast you. You know, they only want to cast you for the black girl role. If you if you keep your hair natural all the time, if they need a girl with the fro, then they'll pick you. Like, you know? But a lot of artists, they're all going for, like, the wig look now. You know? I don't know. If you look at a lot of the main art, mainstream artists now it's all about like colored wigs colored hair you know so you can do a lot of damage to your edges to your ends so you're made to me what helps me i got a closet full of wigs i do i got a lot of wigs i do a, i do on my hair myself because i don't trust people in la to touch this hair <laughs> okay i don't i went to two hairstyles out here and they jacked my hair up like i was like do you do natural hair they were like yeah they was raking through my hair they was yeah so i was advise you learn how to do your Learn. Watch some uh, YouTube tutorials. YouTube tutorials. <laughs> Learn how to do your hair. Uh, keep wigs on deck. Mm-hmm. What else? Be ready. Stay ready. Have a have a bag. This is what I do. Have a, have a to go bag. You never know when auditions are going to happen or when they're going to come up. Have standard things that you would have for audition. Just in case you want to know, okay, get you a little dance bag, okay, put some black clothes in there, black leggings, black sports bra, black t-shirt, whatever it is, all black, have a pair of heels in there, have a pair of sneakers in there, whatever your favorite dance shoe, whatever it is, put it in your bag, give you some baby wipes, because you're probably going to be sweating, a little deodorant, (laughs) I'm telling you, these are the things that you need, because people be at these auditions funky, okay, make sure that you have your deodorant, (laughs) make sure you got some spray, for real, have like a little to-go bag that you have ready. Stay ready. Be ready, stay ready. Stay ready. Have an extra wig in there, girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta be ready. And research. I tell people, research. If you if you have time, research the choreographer. Research um, 
the, the last tour that that artist did, what type of dances did they look for? What kind of looks did they have? You know, that's an easy way to see what you should kind of wear to the audition. Like, and a lot of times they'll tell you, like, wear black and red, wear all black, wear this. So they'll tell you what to bring. But for the hair, you got to make sure you, oh, girl, it's hard because sometimes you're not ready. Sometimes we're not ready. As black girls, like I said, it take a whole day. Yeah, a whole, a day. whole day. I'll be midday and you'll get an audition. I'm like, I'm halfway through these braids. What do I do? <laughs> you better do the perimeter first so you can snatch it up into a bun. <laughs> you got to have the tricks of the trade. Like, you do because we don't want to lose ourselves and our hair. <laughs> okay, look, just edgeless. <laughs> Serving baldy. Okay. <laughs> For real though, hair is such a thing. I remember going to an audition and... Uh, one of the things was like, why do you have your hair natural? And I was like, because this is how it grows out my head. <laughs> my hair. What are you? But they were like, about? well, you know, you're only gonna get booked for certain types of jobs because your hair. You well now, hairography is a big thing, you know. So whipping your hair around. I don't have four A. I mean three A. Right. You know, two A. Whatever it is, A B C D hair. <laughs> okay, I got texture four at the thickest. <laughs> Okay, I got that 4C hair. Okay, my it don't look like wet and wavy when I wet it. Okay, okay, it be serving sealy out here. Okay, sealy for the color purple, girls. Okay, it really do sometimes. I can't. I don't be having the bombest twist. I can't rock my twist in. Like you know. So I tell people you have to have ways that you can manage your hair and keep it keep it funky. Make sure your hair is breathing, guys. Don't be staying with these. Your hair is going to fall out. I see it. I see so many girls. Do not lose yourself and your hair. Do not lose yourself and your hair. You're going to be walking around with rosacea, man. Not rosacea. What is it called? (laughs) I said rosacea. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The receding hairline, girl. I can't even think of the name right now. I said rosacea. Is it alopecia? alopecia, girl. Come on, I should have known that. That's a bandit kind of black no, girl name. Oh, alopecia, God. girl. Oh, girl, I can't die. Yes. Oh, my God. You don't want to have alopecia because you put too many wigs on. Okay. Your hair just falls. glue, girl. Yes. Oh, don't put the glue. Don't put the glue on your edges. Don't put the glue on your edges, y'all. Y'all keep putting it on your edges. And then you try to do the slick back. Because everybody, what is the got to be glued? Yes. Everybody be trying to glue your edges down to capacity, girl. Just just let your edges be what it is. Okay? That's how your hair grows. So what? Let like, it breathe. Let it breathe. Let try it to tame it way too much. We'll be try- That's not how our hair works. Know your hair. And just let it be what it is. Like, if be, and just know that, like, if you are going to be straight natural and you're not going to do the wigs and the weaves and stuff, just know that what's meant for you is for you. Like, you're not going to get every job. Like, that's okay. A lot of times it's a battle between the black girls anyway. They usually take one dark-skinned black girl. <laughs> like, they take one chocolate to dark-skinned black girl. Maybe two. And nowadays it's starting to get a little more because we have people like Janelle Monae. Yes. Beyonce just did the whole black girl thing. Ooh. So a lot more of us have been getting casted and highlighted salons, you know, so a lot a lot of us are getting more opportunities. But before yeah, it was we're just, gonna continue to get Okay, that part. Okay. Thank you, Wakanda. Thank you, Wakanda, for making it hot again. To <laughs> be having all these black people out here. Okay, I really feel like after Wakanda dropped and just there being black girl job after black girl job. So I'm excited about it. because um, we don't have to fight each other for jobs anymore. Yeah, it used to be just us against each other. Just like, I know it's only like two spots for black girls, so I'm not even going to talk to you because I don't, if you get up and be mad. Like, no, we should be supporting each other. Like, I don't care if I don't get it. Like, at the end of the day, like, 
be the one that made it, girl. Okay, for the both of us. Okay, we we still in here. We're still represented because representation is real. Like I wish I saw more black people. Shout out to Debbie Allen again. Okay, the goat. You are the goat. If it wasn't for these black women that put in the work before us to get here, like we wouldn't even have a chance to be on these stages. So I just know, like, your hair is your hair. Do what you can. If you have to, slick it up in a bun, girl. Add some hair. Have you some Marley hair on deck? <laughs> so you can throw in a bun. Throw in a quick ponytail. Whatever you need to do. But stay with some hair in your house at all times. So that you can be serving these looks. Like, because you're going to need it. And boom. Yeah, stay like we said, okay. stay ready. Don't Look, if y'all were in my yourself. house right now, y'all would see I have hangers sure of hair. Do. I got hangers of hair. I'm not mad at it at all. I love it. Yes, you have to. So, I'm coming towards the end, and I always do some type of aff- I have a word, affirmation word. Yeah. And I choose just a random word. The word that comes to me is peace. Yes. So, the word's peace. How does that apply to your life right now? Oh, my gosh. Peace. Uh, peace of mind. I always say that. Make sure that you keep your mind clear. Um, and I meditate. And the reason why is because it gets stressful. And uh, try not to... The way I... Okay, let me just backtrack. Get out of my fake rewind. But to me, it's like you have to maintain... Back to mental health. It's about mental health, right? So you have to make sure that you're staying peaceful in your heart and in your mind. Those are the things that run your body, and your body listens to what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Speak words of positivity into your life. Uh, get a journal, write down every negative thing that's bothering you, and steps to fix it. Yes, okay? That part. <laughs> yes. A lot of times, we'll, we'll dwell on situations and forget to actually... Uh, we spend more time dwelling and crying than how to fix the situation. So shift, shift the energy. I tell people energy shift. Play happy music. That that does a lot. Like if you listen to sulky music, what you gonna be sad? Right? So if you want to remain peaceful, find you some positive, peaceful playlists. Find you good energies to be around. Meditate and clear your brain. Um, make sure you're just doing healthy things for your overall life, and that will help you to remain peaceful. Um, throughout your journey out here because it gets tough and there's times where you will be stressed but just keep your heart happy and keep your keep your energies happy and uh, that's what I can give to you yes and we needed all of that I needed that and um yeah, I think that wraps up. I think we y'all got a lot. Okay, girl. <laughs> y'all are spoiled. Okay, we was in here. We was in here spilling the teas. Okay, it was all types of organic chamomile, <laughs> organic green tea, oh, fresh milk. hot. That's new. oat milk. Oat. Oh, milk. I do like oat milk. Girl, I just discovered it. I didn't My know about that. Oat they're milk. telling us this, these easy things to make. I could just take oats, put it in a blender with some water, and make my own oat milk. But I'll pay four dollars at the store for them to make it for me. Shame. See, a shame. shame on me. Save your coins too, guys. Yeah. That's peaceful. Okay. I'm gonna need my lunch coming out here too. Look, that's the most important part, guys. Okay. That's a whole other story. If y'all want the goats of where to go to get cheap food, okay, how to survive out here in these streets, that's a whole other th- Ask for me to come back on Desert Torek. Rhetoric yes. See, my accent is just bad. I just be like Rez for Torek. Say how that's how it's supposed to be no, said. I get teased all the time for my accent. It's okay. Jersey Girls is out here. Okay. My friend will be so happy. She's gonna be happy. Yes. Like, yes, a Jersey girl. 
Yes. I say water. I say ambulance. <laughs> I say target. <laughs> so, yeah. I do. The accent is heavy. It'd be making me pronounce stuff wrong, but I be trying. I be no, trying my best. Right. That's your accent, so it's right. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for being my guest. I had so much fun. I like, did too. I forgot I had this little microphone in my hand. Um, but yeah, where two people follow you? Oh, guys, you can follow me on Instagram. I now, don't be harassing her now, y'all. That'll be that just. <laughs> okay. But you me. can see her work. My thing is, y'all can talk to me. I'm not that type of girl. I answer back. Like, people will be like, I'm surprised you answered me. Why? I'm a person and you message me. Like, <laughs> I'm going to see it and I'm going to answer you back. Like, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram at underscore packrat underscore. I also have a YouTube channel at packrat TV. There's going to be new videos coming soon, okay? She's been dragging her feet because Mama's been working on these coins, but we're here. Uh, so y'all can check out that. I also have a Twitter. Same thing at underscore packrat underscore. It's all the same handle, guys. Y'all can find me. Just, just search packrat. Yeah, and watch, and watch her work. She's, she's going to inspire y'all. I, I, I just know, like, share her stuff. She's amazing. But yeah, so that'll wrap up for tonight. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. Romonica's Jam. Yeah. Pack rat. I wish I had a... Okay. The, the crowd goes wild. I'm stupid. But yeah, love, peace, and yes. blessings. Thank you guys. Emphasis on the peace. Yes. Yeah.